Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Do you find that you freeze up when it comes time to speak Spanish with a native speaker? Are you afraid that you won't know what to say or that you'll simply talk too slowly to keep up with the conversation? If that's you, you'll definitely want to stay tuned for this episode. I'm interviewing Ryan, who is actually a member of the Spanish Con Salsa community, and he talks about how he went from freezing up during his first language exchange and not knowing what to say at all <laughs> to being able to have conversations with native Spanish speakers during his last trip abroad. So definitely check this out if you're someone who struggles with having conversations in Spanish, no matter how long you've been learning the language, this episode is for you. I think you will find Ryan's story inspiring. Así que vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. I'm super excited about today's episode because this is one of my favorite things to do. Being able to share a story of someone who's overcome some of their challenges when it comes to speaking Spanish. To me, it's really important to be able to hear stories from people who may be struggling with something that you're struggling with right now, but really finding out the strategies that they've used to be able to move past it. So I know a lot of times it can seem intimidating when you see someone who already speaks the language fluently and you feel like you'll never get to where they are. But when you hear a story from someone like Ryan, you really get to see Wow, he was able to do that in just a short amount of time. So maybe I can overcome this too. 
So I'm really excited to share Ryan's story. In our conversation, we cover so many different things from his strategies to how he got from being very nervous and shy about speaking Spanish to actually being able to have conversations with native speakers. And Ryan is a member of our Spanish Con Salsa community. And if you didn't already know, today we are opening the doors officially to new members. So if you've been struggling to stay consistent with your progress towards Spanish fluency, or if you just don't have anyone to speak Spanish with on a regular basis where you live, being part of the Spanish Con Salsa Fluency Club will give you the direction and motivation you need so that you can make consistent progress. Whether you're a beginner or an intermediate Spanish learner, this membership is for you. We'll help you identify what skills you need to improve and give you a customized weekly plan based on your level. So if you want more support to reaching conversational fluency in Spanish, you are more than welcome to join us. This week only, we're offering a special for new members. I'll talk more about that at the end of the episode. But for now, let's get into my conversation with Ryan. He'll share the number one feature of the Spanish Con Salsa Fluency Club that was an absolute game changer for him and his advice for how to gain confidence speaking Spanish. Hola, Ryan. Bienvenido a Spanish Con Salsa. Hola, Tamara. Thank you so much for taking time to join me today. And I wanted to introduce you to our audience because a lot of times I get questions from listeners of the podcast that want to know, how do I find time to learn Spanish or where do I get started, right? If they're a beginner, they might be listening to the podcast in Spanish and feel like that's too hard. Well, so they're looking for like, how do I get started? So first, before we get into that, though, I just wanted to ask you, what made you get started learning Spanish in the first place? Like what made you interested in learning the language? Yeah. So what inspired me to learn Spanish is when I was traveling around Europe a couple years ago, I was in Spain with a group of other travelers, other backpackers, and a majority of them knew how to speak Spanish and seeing their experience, knowing Spanish being able to ask for directions in Spanish and order food in Spanish. I thought it was really cool. And from that moment, I told myself, I am going to learn Spanish. So how long ago was that? When did you first get your inspiration to want to start learning Spanish? Yeah, so that was about two years ago in 2018. And I started learning Spanish a couple months after. So in January 2019, it was my New Year's resolution to begin learning Spanish that year. Oh, very cool. So you had a New Year's resolution that you actually followed through with, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's just very rare. <laughs> yeah, that's really rare, right? So you came back, you started, that was your New Year's resolution. So what was the first thing you did to get started with Spanish? Yeah, so this was my first time pretty much learning a language. I grew up in a bilingual household. We spoke English and Laos at home, but this was my first time learning another language as not my native language. So I did what most people probably do is I started with Duolingo and the first four or five months or so, I was primarily learning Spanish with Duolingo. Okay. And how far did you get with Duolingo? Because I know they have the different levels and you get the little trophies. So how far along did you get? Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm still using Duolingo, but I'm using it as a supplement to my studies now. I'm about halfway done through the, the tree. All right. So you were learning with Duolingo. So I imagine you're making some progress there. 
So what did you feel like you had to do next to really become conversational? Because I think, like you said, most people, you know, you Google like how to learn Spanish and then, you know, Duolingo is free. So a lot of people start there. So what was your next step when you realized like after a few months that, all right, I need to go beyond Duolingo if I want to be fluent in Spanish? Yeah. So about, I would say four or five months into my Spanish learning journey, I did my first language exchange through an application called HelloTalk, where you can connect with other language learners. And I was really confident <laughs> at first. I was really confident. I was learning through Duolingo. My streak was really high. I think I was at like a 70-day streak. So at first, I was really confident. And once I got into that the language exchange, I completely froze. I did not understand what the my conversation partner was saying. I did not know how to respond. And from that moment, I knew that I needed to learn more with native Spanish speakers and learning by myself. It's great, but really I needed to practice speaking a lot more. So from that moment on, I knew that I needed to be more confident in speaking with native speakers. Wow, that's interesting. So you kind of froze up. I think, you know, I had a similar experience when I started traveling for the first time. And I, you know, you, you talked about being overly confident. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, you know, I took Spanish in high school. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I can at least get through, you know, customs and immigration, right? When I get in the airport, I know like basic vocabulary. And the same thing happened to me. I had no idea what was going on because people were just speaking too fast. And I was like, those aren't the words I'm expecting to hear because you read in the book like they're supposed to say these words, right? Why are they saying the words that are in the book? <laughs> so, yeah, so I definitely had that experience, too. So so then what shifted for you? So I want to ask because you joined our community in Spanish Con Salsa. So how did you find us and what made you want to join in the first place? Yeah. So as I mentioned, I primarily started learning with Duolingo and about five months into my studies, I knew a bunch of random phrases or words, but I really could not hold a, a basic conversation and it was very frustrating. And at that point, I knew that I needed to change my learning approach. I knew that I needed more structure in my learning and that I needed to surround myself more with native speakers. And I became aware of Spanish con salsa through the podcast, actually. And I thought it was really awesome how the program teaches Spanish that you can apply in your day-to-day -day conversations through music. And me, I love music. If you ask my family or friends, they will tell you that I always have my AirPods on because I'm always listening to music. So it was a natural decision for me to join the Spanish con salsa community. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and I think a lot of people connect with music because it's something that's just universal, right? It's not something you have to like force yourself to want to do. Like at least for me, the reason why I started, you know, teaching through music is because that's how I learned. And it would be, you know, there'd be days where I'd be like, oh, I want to learn this grammar thing. And then I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go pick up a textbook and do like a whole bunch of grammar drills. <laughs> but I'd be listening to music, right? So yeah, I'm glad that you found us through the podcast. Also, I didn't know that before. So now you get to be on the podcast. Oh, wow. So you got, you come from <laughs> just being a listener to being a guest. So that's pretty awesome. So you also participated in one of our member challenges. And so just to let everyone know, so Ryan has been like a star member of our community. He has made a lot of progress. We have a lot of internal members challenges where we challenge the members to kind of step up and study consistently and do things to get out of their comfort zone. And Ryan actually did a presentation in Spanish about where he's from. He actually did win a trip to Puerto Rico, but unfortunately, COVID had other plans, so he has not been able to go. So hopefully one day he will get to travel to Puerto Rico. Um, 
but that's a trip that we usually give out. So Ryan did win our members challenge. So I wanted to share a little bit about that experience. What do you think the biggest improvement is that you noticed in your Spanish since you've been a member and how did it feel participating in the members challenge? Yes. So my biggest improvement is definitely being more confident and not being afraid to make mistakes. In the program, there's plenty of opportunities to improve and practice your conversational skills with with other learners, as well as native Spanish speakers in a, a friendly and non-judgmental environment. So being a member has definitely boosted my confidence. And as far as the challenge, that definitely boosted my confidence and especially learning with practicing and learning with other learners as well, because they're in the same boat. They're starting off in their language learning journey and they they make mistakes as well. So seeing other people working hard and making mistakes as well is what made me a lot more confident knowing that I'm not the only one, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned making mistakes because what I've noticed with a lot of folks, not just in our community, but also just, you know, Spanish learners in general, is that you've got some people who are perfectionistic, right, about learning and they want to get all the grammar right. They want to know all the exceptions to every rule and every rule before they have their first conversation. <laughs> and I think that I call it fearlessness, right, that ability to just go out there and use what you know. But like you mentioned, doing it in an environment that's not so intimidating, because I know for me, like even early on, I have friends that speak Spanish, but we started out speaking English to each other. And it's really difficult after you sort of establish that rapport with someone to switch then to a different language as the primary language you use with them. So in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I know they speak Spanish, but I'm not going to, you know, speak my bad Spanish, quote unquote, to them. Right. So I think it is really important to have that, you know, supportive environment so that you can you can just feel comfortable, right? And relax and you know, listen to the music and have a conversation without feeling like it's a, you know, someone's judging you or they're testing you on your grammar proficiency, right? Like you're just trying to communicate and connect with people. So I'm really glad that you were able to, to, to have that experience because I think it's something that a lot of Spanish learners lack, especially like you mentioned, starting out with Duolingo. You can get a little cocky thinking, oh, yeah, I kind of know some Spanish, but you haven't used it yet. <laughs> so if you haven't actually used it, it's hard to tell if you really, really understand it or you really, really have got it. Right. Because you're just kind of interacting with your phone. But it's far different from interacting with another human being. So I am glad that that has been a benefit to you as well. So what accomplishment are you most proud of? Right. So you started with Spanish Con Salsa. You got involved in the community, started going through the courses so what are you most proud of that, that you've accomplished since you've been a member? I would say my biggest uh, accomplishment is being able to speak with native speakers without any fear. Um, because in the beginning, when I first started doing language exchanges, I would be so nervous and I would always have to prepare what I was going to say ahead of time. But now I've, I think I've finally reached the point where I'm more calm, I'm more confident, I'm more relaxed, even though my Spanish is not perfect. But any chance I get, I will speak Spanish. And even if I don't know the word or phrase, I will at least try. And is there something in particular that you recall, like that you were surprised about in, in your journey? Something other, something that you learned that you didn't expect or something that you didn't know about before that you discovered through that process? Yes. So actually, last October, I was traveling around Southeast Asia and I was in, in Bali and I met a couple of Colombians and I practiced speaking Spanish with them. And that was a moment, a uh, defining moment, because 
I was completely out of my comfort zone and speaking Spanish with a native Spanish speaker in a completely different country. That really was a defining moment for me. Wow. And so what, what did you guys, well, first, how did you meet them? Was it just uh, some folks you met while you were, while you were traveling? Yep. So through um, meetup groups. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And uh, what do you remember about the conversation? Like, how did it come about that they start speaking Spanish and say they were from Colombia and you said, oh, I speak Spanish or how did it sort of come about? Yeah, so we were introducing each other and they mentioned that they're Colombian and I said, oh, estoy aprendiendo español ahora. And it, they were like, oh, wow. And so, yeah, from then on, we just had a, a nice little conversation in Spanish. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, and to think like going from you know, being on Duolingo and then, you know, being afraid to make mistakes to being in another country, right? And then to hear someone say, oh, I'm from Colombia. You're like, oh, estoy aprendiendo español. Like, oh, it's nothing, right? Like, I'm learning Spanish. (laughs) That is so cool. That is so cool. I'm sure you didn't imagine first going to Asia that you were running into any Spanish speakers, right? It's actually pretty funny because when I was traveling around Asia, I saw and I heard a lot of Spanish speakers um, as I was traveling and through the airport and through other destinations and it just really shows like how important Spanish is and the influence that Spanish has and how many people there's so many people around the world who speak Spanish yeah I mean and I and that's funny because like I wouldn't think you know going to Asia that I would run into anyone that spoke Spanish so it's interesting that you said that that yeah I think it is a global community and there are Spanish speakers that that live in other places, just like there's English speakers, right? That live in Asia and live in other parts of the world. There's also Spanish speakers who've moved to other parts of the world and there's pretty large populations there. So it's cool that it's just another way that you can connect with people when you're traveling. Um, even if you didn't expect, like if you weren't going to Spain, right? <laughs> you still might run into some um, some Spanish speakers. So yeah, I'm glad you shared that experience and hopefully, you know, once we're able to travel again, you'll be able to go to a Spanish speaking country and, and kind of have some more experiences meeting people and practicing the language. So last thing I wanted to ask you before I get into asking you some questions in Espanol, what about the Spanish Consulta membership have you found the most useful? Because I know we have, like you mentioned, opportunities to connect with other learners, also to talk to native Spanish speakers because we have a team of coaches from different countries. Uh, in Latin America, you can talk to one-on-one and also in groups, right? So um, we have courses that cover many, many different things. So for you, what was the aspect of the membership that you found the most useful and most beneficial? Definitely the first activity upon joining the program that asks you to identify your driving motivation and your motivation for learning the language. I found that activity super helpful because it forced me to sit down and ask myself, Why am I learning Spanish? What is it about Spanish that excites me? And I never thought about that when I first started learning Spanish. And I actually think one of the reasons why people fail at learning a new language, especially in the United States where most people are monolingual, is because they don't identify their driving motivation early on. They don't identify their goals for learning, for language learning early on. And for me, I have always loved traveling I love visiting new places, learning about different cultures and connecting with locals. And there's so many places in Latin America that I would love to visit. Um, I would love to visit every country in Latin America if afforded the opportunity. And that is what motivates me to learn Spanish every day. I, I think about it every day as I'm, I'm practicing Spanish, as I'm learning Spanish. So that small little activity has made a big impact in my Spanish learning. 
as a language coach, that is music to my ears. Because <laughs> I always try to get people to go through those activities. And, you know, sometimes people go, oh, I just want to skip that. I want to get right into, you know, learning about the past tense, right? But I'm like, you have to really do that reflection to think about what is it that you're doing this for, right? If you don't have that clarification, like you said, it can be really difficult to really push through because it takes time, right? It might not take, you know, 10 years, but it does take more than, you know, 30 days, right? So to learn Spanish. So it's really all up to you in between there, right? Like how much effort you put in and how much progress you make, how fast. But to get through that journey, you really do need something to look back on and to keep you going when you're thinking, well, oh, I'd rather go do something else or, you know, why am I doing this in the first place? Or Even now, you might be thinking, oh, I won't be able to travel in 2020, <laughs> right? So why am I doing this right now? You really do need that sort of North Star, right, that, to kind of keep you focused and keep you going. So I'm really glad that you found that useful and that you actually went through that activity and that exercise because it's something I really, really encourage and not everyone takes advantage of that. So I'm really uh, glad to hear that that was helpful to you and it helps uh, keep you moving forward with your Spanish. So you did mention earlier that, you know, you really enjoy music and it's something that, you know, you're always listening to music and your family and friends will always see you with your AirPods in. So how was the experience for you with learning Spanish through music? Because I know some people say that they like music, but they really don't get how you can actually learn a language through music. So how was that experience for you actually using the music as a, as a learning tool and not just something you're just listening to all the time? For me, the, it made the Spanish learning process a lot more fun, a lot more enjoyable to go through the song lyrics and dissect the lyrics and break it down into word by word and understanding the songs and each word in in context. So for me, I found the it a lot more fun um, instead of going through a grammar book and studying grammar every day. Don't get me wrong, I do think that grammar is very important, but learning grammar through music is more fun. So for me, it, it is and it has been a, a really enjoyable experience. Yeah, that's good to hear as well. And, and for me also, I think, like you said, you know, you it is important to learn grammar. You want to be proficient, but it's the way that you do it. And I think one of our guests we had on a previous episode of the podcast, Desta Haile, she does languages through music and she's learned, you know, several different languages using music, different genres of music. And she said that, You know, when we think about learning, we think that there has to be some type of suffering, right, that goes with learning. And it really can be fun. Like, it, it, it's not a sin to enjoy <laughs> to enjoy the process of learning. So, yes, I think that's another key point that you made that, you know, of course, there's a there's hundred different ways to, to learn Spanish. But you've got to find the thing that connects with you and keeps you motivated and, and that you enjoy. Because that's, that's part of the process, too. You should always enjoy the process, that's my opinion. Exactly. And another great thing about learning a language through music is a lot of slang and a lot of daily expressions are used in songs that you won't find in a, in a textbook. So learning how people speak in real life is another benefit of learning through music. Yes, definitely. I mean, I know for me, there are words that I learned when I visited the Dominican Republic that I was like, oh, I heard that in a song or, you know, I know this artist that said that or but I would have never come across had I just been learning with the more formal and traditional courses that I had learned with up until a certain point because they just don't consider it quote unquote proper Spanish. Um, and it's a real pet peeve of mine that people get really caught up in this academic view of Spanish because to me, language is a living and breathing thing. It's always changing. 
you know, people are speaking the language, they're adding their own flavor. Every country has their own background, their own history. So the way that they speak Spanish is very specific to their people and their culture. So I really, really have a pet peeve when people say, oh, but you have to learn, quote unquote, proper Spanish as if there is such a thing. So, yes, learning how people really talk, I think, is vitally important to being able to communicate because otherwise, you know, it's really hard to go from, you know, doing a really formal program to then going to talk to someone in your community or going to talk to someone when you when you're traveling and you meet them in Asia and you weren't expecting <laughs> to meet some Colombians. Right? Like they're not going to speak the way that, you know, a textbook will tell you that everyone speaks. So I think it's really, really important to learn how people really use the language, regardless of what was in a textbook, that you have to just kind of learn how the language really sounds in the real world. Ahora vamos a cambiar al español. So I'm going to ask you a few questions in Spanish. Listo? Estoy listo. Entonces, Ryan, ¿cuál es tu canción favorita en español? Mi canción favorita en español es Entra en mi vida de Sin Bandera. Es una canción preciosa, es muy lenta, así que es muy fácil de entender la letra. Número dos, ¿cuál es tu palabra favorita de español? Mi palabra favorita en español es pulmón. Los pulmones, uh, no sé por qué, pero me gusta cómo suena. Y número tres, ¿Cuál fue la última cosa que leíste, miraste o escuchaste en español? Uh, sí, uh, esta mañana yo estaba viendo una serie que se llama La Casa de Papel. Es una serie española y sí, es muy, muy conocida, es muy famosa. Sí, sí, es muy famosa, ¿no? ¿Y empezaste esta mañana? Ah, uh, no, empecé hace unas semanas. Ah, ok. ¿Y cuántos capítulos has mirado hasta ahora? Creo que nueve o, o diez episodios. Ah, ok. Entonces no es tan mal como yo, porque cuando yo miré Narcos, <ríe> la temporada de Narcos México, temporada dos. Sí. Ay, yo creo que yo duré como tres días, ¿no? Mirando todos los episodios, entonces eres mejor que yo. Qué sí. bueno. Y la última pregunta. Si tú no tuvieras que dormir, ¿qué harías con el tiempo adicional? Ok, si, si yo no tuviera que dormir, me encantaría visitar todos los países de Latinoamérica sin dormir. Qué bueno. Entonces, gracias, Ryan. Thank you for participating in our quick fire round. And before I let you go, I want to just ask you what you would say to anyone out there who may be struggling with learning Spanish or they're not sure if they're making the progress that they really, really could be making. Uh, and they might be on the fence and they might be thinking about joining Spanish Consalso or another program. Like, what would you say to them to really help them get motivated to just kind of take that next step? Yes, I would definitely tell them what I mentioned earlier is to definitely find your driving motivation early on, your goals for learning the language, because that is that is what is going to excite you every day to learn the language and to be consistent and stick with it and don't give up because the process gets easier and more fun as time goes by as you progress in the language and you begin to understand songs more and TV shows more, the process gets a lot easier. And it's awesome when you reach a point where you can understand native speakers more without much problems. Gracias, Ryan. Thank you for taking the time to join us on the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Tamara. 
Espero que hayas disfrutado de esa conversación. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ryan and that you were truly inspired by his story. No matter where you are on your Spanish journey, you'll definitely make progress much faster when you have the support of a coach and a community week after week. Like Ryan shared, being a part of a community with other Spanish learners really helped him to stay motivated to move forward. And it's so much more fun to tackle Spanish grammar when you're learning with music. So if you want more details about joining the Spanish Con Salsa Fluency Club, go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. That's SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. You'll find out about all the benefits of membership, including access to our courses where you'll learn Spanish with authentic Latin music, weekly conversation practice with a native Spanish speaker and other Spanish learners, unlimited coaching support from me, your Spanish language coach, and members challenges with some great prizes. And we also have live classes where you'll get to ask all of your burning questions about the Spanish language instead of endlessly Googling things and getting different results based on where you go and having to try to piece everything together all on your own. We are there to be a support system for you. So if you want me to work with you more closely as your coach, and if you also want the benefit of joining others in our community that are also working just as hard as you towards becoming fluent in Spanish, now is the time to join. When you sign up this week, you'll also be able to attend our live goal setting session taking place on August 25th, where we'll go step by step through a process to personalize your current study plan and to make it more effective. And of course, you'll get access to the recordings of all of our classes if you're unable to attend live. So if you're finally ready to speak Spanish fluently, let us help you go from beginner to bilingual. Go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash join to sign up for the Spanish Con Salsa Fluency Club. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 